I always assume that what I'm hearing is you guys are already talking. And oh then you my chop it God. And then add the face. I'm oh, back, baby. Okay, that was, like, was a wet one. Is that like you just shotgunned like a, <laughs> like a Ford Loco or something? That, we need. No. A, we might need to bleep that out because that was. No, that's a different that's, podcast. No, that's, that's that was fine. offensive to my ears. Yeah, that was I know, bad. but it's and, been. It's, and you clipped the mic oh <laughs> extremely. I was loud gonna read. I had that. well every well every time that I've I've done it when I lean in close when I did it, it hasn't picked up so we've gone like four or five without. So, one, you, so, so you had to get like, real close. I think I you got that. I, I think we. I think we got. Can oh, we get a playback? Oh, we got. We can. We got that. He's looking at it right now. That'll be a big. Yeah. Welcome everybody. That'll be the first edit. What's your record? Episode eight of season eight? two, I believe. Wow. Right? Episode eight, right? Mm-hmm. We're just flying so. through these. Yeah, yeah, burning it. Yeah. Burning it down. We've locked it in. We're seasoned uh, now. Seasoned podcasters. Well kind seasoned. <laughs> yeah. One, let's get one and a half good. season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many how many episodes is in the first one? I think fifteen or twenty. Really? Like no, I, th- I, th- I think closer to fifteen. 15, 20 yeah. would be. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't know. It was somewhere in the 15 range um well anyway yeah episode eight jake what was the theme that we decided on this one? Oh well before we get to the theme we would like to welcome back well he's not welcome back to the studio because we're not in the studio welcome back to the podcast to the podcast yeah Yeah. Yeah. from across the hall mr james flames has joined us yet again we haven't seen him since the country episode last year a very Uh, uh it was great. Polarizing, very polarizing, yeah, controversial polarizing yeah. episode. The appearance of Country Jake that enamored millions. <laughs> millions, I mean, like our some, 15 lessons. Yeah, some, oh, um, God. Anyway, yeah. No, it's a, I love that picture. Is that me. the number, by the way? What? I haven't checked how many people, how many players. What are we doing right now? 15 to 20,000. Okay. <laughs> My publicist there. said that this yeah. is a good book. No, yeah, this is really this is going to be really good yeah. for you. I mean, you should see our sponsors. I am expecting a have amazing sponsors. Yeah. I got a there's Crosley. a Crosley with your name on it yeah. and okay. Redman chewing tobacco <laughs> left over from the last time <laughs> you were here. Anyway, and um, and Zoom. Yeah, now, oh, yeah, and now that's Zoom. our big one. Billy Zoom, the inventor of the Zoom platform. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zoom after he now. was really stoked when we talked up X. <laughs> oh my God. Um, anyway, the theme for this week, after running through a list, we decided to pick last albums from bands or artists. So final releases. Yeah. Uh, really Swan no, song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I call <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's no... Uh, there's no caveat or whatever for like what led to the last album. Like it didn't have to be someone died and the band quit or they, I, I don't really know what the circumstances are for everyone's. This is a little lax in the research for me, but every band here, this is their last album. Well, I would um, say in a couple, I think in a couple cases, it's also the first album. Yes. Yes. Which would, could even be another thing. Yeah. Yeah. One hit wonder in album form. I was saying, I was suggesting that earlier, like we could make a whole other theme just on bands that have only released one <laughs> yeah. album. That's a good, I mean, just do that again later. Yeah. It's, a good, yeah. it's yeah. another good idea. We in like a year or that, something. That would probably be harder. Yeah, yeah. Probably be harder. It w- it's more specific for yeah. sure. But anyways, we're here now with this, you know, this theme's great. We did a good job. It was good. It was pretty solid. Somehow. So... Grady, I feel like the man who might have struggled the most. I did with his pick. You did for that, one. Thank God, we, we got Grady to struggle with his pick. Well, 
Last week we had out of the two that we came down to, is this in another theme? This is the one Grady picked, and then he was just like, "This is hard." Yeah. I tried I to, like, I tried to throw him one. a bone by saying, "Oh, we'll go with the theme he wants." Well, and then the he's other like, ones, well, I don't have harder. anything. The other ones would have been harder. And sometimes um, it's just harder. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. it just doesn't fit. To something right. I listen. I listened to three full albums before I picked the completely different one that I chose today. So well, we took a yeah, little bit longer. I think, I think the, the factor too, that's always at play is that you're trying to pick stuff that the other people haven't heard. Right. And fit yeah. the theme. that was the hard part. They were all, I will say they're all good. I feel like we have a good spread. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was hard for me just because most of the albums that came to mind, uh, were all like either really well known, like you guys all have heard them, I'm sure, yeah. or they were just kind of generic, and like I was just like, eh, like I like this album, but it's kind of boring, and like from a it's band, it's not your it's, record. Yeah, it's not something that I'm just gonna like really get behind. So yeah, I, or I mean, I, that's add, gonna add anything really fresh or yeah. interesting to the podcast. You want to so, come yeah. with something? You're yeah, probably be hyped. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, like, I, I, imagine I if you like came in here like I picked fucking the Beatles <laughs> last album. It's like okay, yeah, that's not even that good of an album. Though. Was that Abbey Road or was that? Revolver. Well, it's confusing no, because they're let it, it's let, let it be. It be. I think let, let it be, be came out yeah. last, but Abbey Road was actually the one that they recorded last. Or something. Uh, yeah, like there's some, some like there's that. definitely some some shit going on there. But I I think of it as Let It Be, which is like not mm, as good. Abbey Road is better. Than Abbey Road is better. Yeah, 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 for me, like yeah, but Abbey Road's much better. I'll say I struggled the same with the same thing as Grady because. For me, I had to pull one off of my jazz shelf because that to me is like the back pocket of I know you guys yeah. won't know that. So, yeah, but well, I, I struggle with the hey, same thing being that everything I was looking at picking, I was like, they've all heard this. When shit, are you going to so. start the podcast called Tyler's Jazz Shelf? <laughs> well, I would yeah. say well, Tyler's a, was the most Instagram difficult series, I think. <laughs> Tyler the was the most difficult for me to listen to because as he has implied, um, <laughs> jazz goes over my head. So when I press play, like I couldn't process it and I heard silence. I was just, <laughs> I, I so I had to sit with it for a long time until my brain could slowly pick out sounds. And I was all, just like, all my a brain lot of wrong static every, and yeah. trash cans. There's a lot of wrong notes. Every hundred, like, every hundred hours you listen to it, you heard one instrument come through. It's like 2001 like, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Exactly. It's just Jake's just like a monkey looking at a giant. Speaker <laughs> yeah. um okay and his all right but i could so, understand grady's um so that's good i'm sure i'm yeah. glad it wasn't too complicated for you uh Thank anyway you. i did end up picking an album and the album i chose uh is from a band called yes way so no way yes way <laughs> <laughs> you yes knew it was way. coming and still i mean you have to i mean surprised. i don't know the origin of their name but i'd assume that it was just the opposite of no way, right? I mean, how else would you come to yes way? Who's to say? Who's mm. to say? Yes way. Oh, uh, in this say? case, yeah, I think it's yeah, yes way. But um, I mean, it could be other things. I think there's also a rapper called Yes Way or something. Yeah. Oh, or something. Yeah. Treyway? I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but maybe so anyway, he knows. We'll play on the same thing. I don't know. This is a an indie indie folkish duo, I guess you would describe them from from San Francisco. So. You know, Bay Area, good old Bay Area. Uh, they released this album in 2014, and it is their debut album as well as their last album, as James James was hinting at earlier. Um, and I think they broke up just because they had already been making music separately, individually for a while, and it was more of like, uh... we're good friends, and we want to come together and make this band, and then they did this album, and we're like, okay, well, 
now we kind of want to go back to doing our own things. I fucking hate working with you. Yeah, it seemed like a one. <laughs> it's so it's a one off. It was yeah, very I think it was very hard to find any information. I think There's it's not a one off type of band, but yeah. like to me, that's kind of interesting that they formed a whole band just to do a one off album, and then we're like, okay, that's it. Um, but yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm familiar, so the two artists in it are Casey Johansson and Emily Ritz, and I'm a big fan of Casey Johansson. I think we've talked about her on this show before, briefly, uh, but I like her solo work a lot. Emily Ritz, I'm not as into her her work. Does she just have name. music under her own name like that? They're uh, both yes. under their I, name. Both yeah, I mean, I, I'm familiar with Casey's music, but um, not the other yeah, person's. Um, yeah, I'm just not as into Emily Ritz's music, the, mm. the style she goes for. But, uh, anyway, um, okay. You got a clip? Yeah. I do have a clip. Yeah, let's do that now. So I'm going to play, play that fucking track. Uh, before we get into this, I'm going to play the final song on the album. It's called Winter Willing, and I'm going to play that from about 35 seconds in. All right, here we go. October in is free, let the colors bury me. That's Winter nice. Willing. That's track. Um, you picked a slow one. Yeah, I, it's kind of it's a little bit slower. I was gonna pick the first song, which is called Wo Wochan Wochan. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ocean. Wochan. It's pronounced it's, Ocean. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm just um, <laughs> it's not. Happening. I was gonna pick that one. That one's a little more upbeat. Uh, but I I really wanted to pick a song that featured them singing. They're doing their more of their harmonies together with yeah. vo actual vocals. They do sing on. Uh, the, the first, first song, but, but it's it's, it's yeah. no words. It's just like, it's just hum humming, humming and hooing and, and hawing, vocalizing owl, owl noises. is yeah. what it sounds like. What did what did uh yeah, I forget. Well, I already forgot that name that uh that I was trying to think of last episode, and Daisy kindly pointed out the right musical term to me, and I already forgot it. Oh God damn it! <laughs> so did Jake. I don't remember what Damn it was either. It's in, All right, well, chat. Daisy, if you'd please call in to our, uh, our phone she doesn't right to, now. She doesn't and, want to uh, talk to you, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Tyler, she doesn't want to talk. Oh, time. man. I'll, I'll remember it probably like halfway through this episode and just shout it out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let know, but yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So back to the album. Uh, basically, I, I don't remember actually how I first heard this band, but um, I really like just how they use... They're not just like a very simple folk band, they sort of expand that sound a little bit. They bring in uh, some other instrumentation, like vibraphones and some string sections, horn sections, stuff like that. And it sort of just layers their music a little more than if they were just doing, you know, the acoustic guitar and, and harmonies. Um, but it's a very dreamy. It's it's kind of a little bit weird. They throw in some different time signatures, like odd time signatures, like the first song, for instance, uh, most of the songs in, in in five, and then it goes into... Uh, six six or six eight 
yeah. time signature after. So they they play around with that, which is Man, usually six six. Now that would six. be really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> That's not one that I know of yet, but <laughs> you know what I six, meant. Six 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 would you know be even meant. more interesting. The tempo of the beast. Yeah. The tempo <laughs> of the beast. I know what I'm talking. Now about, that clearly. will go over your head. Um, but. Yeah, he said I, tempo. It's yeah. Type, it'd be time signature. Yeah. Okay. And right. well, and it's also in the tempo. It's six 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 beats per minute as yeah. well. So yeah, yeah, exactly, it's really fucking fast. But um, I go there. But yeah, what you were saying about the time signatures, though, I think uh, Casey does that in her own music too, and yeah. that's one of the things I, I like about her solo extent, stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's not something that you see a lot of in just folk music. You'll see it in like math rock and prog rock and you know more stuff in that area yeah but it's not really incorporated in folk very much which i i think it's really cool here because you basically are just hearing it through like an acoustic guitar which i think is sort of an interesting See, vehicle to I, do interesting weird time signatures well i always wonder if like when they're writing the music if they really intend it or if it's one of those things of like they wrote the lyrics and mm-hmm. then they started like playing along with it are they or whatever? I guess the first track that wouldn't make sense because there's yeah. really no lyrics. But like, well, for example, is... if a band is like playing, you know, playing to a lyric that they wrote, or just like jamming out, and then they're like, "Oh shit, that's actually in like six four instead of right. four four or whatever." Like, I wonder if it's like intentional. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna change it up here and go from a seven eight to an eight. Well, no, eight I and, think it's uh, it's effect based music they're using a lot of pedals they're doing looping mm-hmm. and they're like doing experimental weird stuff so yeah sometimes you end up with some shit and you play along to it and then it's yeah, in that right that's it's what it's i think yeah. for to- that's that's, I, yeah. no, I totally agree with you on yeah. that james because like that's what a lot of math rock too i mean math rock has taken it to a different like philosophical level of oh we're gonna you know see i think math rock on- might be more intentional yeah no it is now like it is now, now but, it is. but i think the origin of it the is what james shit was yeah it's yeah. exactly what james is saying is like oh we have a shitload shitload of pedals that we're running this through and like oh this is kind of weird and then it's like oh shit let's play and let's play on that you know or whatever yeah but, yeah I, I always have to have someone that keeps time whether it was jackson or clorinda being like oh and then this last measure <laughs> is in this and i'm just like i had no well, well, sometimes it's harder. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's harder to count it out and follow along than just feel it. You know, when we were playing, when yeah, playing to, it to make everything to a grid four four. Yeah, and play it all perfect is not like easy to do. When we yeah, were playing yeah. in Deer Throne, Tyler, I had you know barely any experience with weird time signatures before that. So that that experience was really a a very uh, it was a learning experience. Well, I, I would say. Well, yeah, and but I think I could hard. do it for any song. I like I could figure it out pretty well for any song except for fucking Illusion that Albert wrote. Oh yeah, it's like well, that was I don't like even extreme. know. It was in like fifteen times. Sing- I don't even. It was, I, it I could just never changed. do it. Yeah, it changed a lot. So <laughs> I was just like, I'm not playing guitar on this. I'm just singing. I'm well, sorry. Odd meters is how it's gonna work. Odd meters are like an interesting thing like that though because I think there is two different cases of people that try it intentionally and then people that just feel it out or or land on it you know by accident or whatever. But I think also it works in the opposite way of like maybe you did plan it but then ultimately how you lock into that groove is you have to just feel it out like mm-hmm. you're not once you're like a yeah. touring band you're not like sitting there fucking counting every single part yeah unless yeah, it is possible. like extremely extremely complex like maybe something that like tool would do or whatever where they're like okay this is exactly 12 measures of this and then we got to go to 16 measures of that whatever but i think for the most part if you're just jamming out in seven eight 
like that just becomes a groove that you lock into and you don't think about it yeah. from there on. Yeah, right? if but, it's a vibe. Yeah. Um, Grady, I have a question for you. Uh -huh. I don't know if you were able to do more research on this group than I was. Um, did you find that their official website like went to something that was in completely Japanese? <laughs> yes, I did. And then also when, yeah, when you search the band, songs come up that have been released in 2020 and 2018 but I didn't click any of them to see if this I is think, the same band or like the instance no, it's of like, no, it was a different I think, band. Or... I think there's like a rapper that goes by this name now. Yeah. Well, that's like what James, James said, so yeah. I didn't know if yeah, it was yeah. the same. Yeah, the I'm same pretty sure. Because that came up on um, YouTube when I kind of just okay, like, maybe yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I did get to that web address that and was this, an old Japanese. And this year, that rapper, I think, is probably more popping than Yes Way the Band. Yeah, I had assumed so. Better um, SEO right now. But yeah, I mean, overall, I was just really drawn into this record because I think they come together like the way they wrote it sounds like they just sat down in a room together and like just kind of jammed out and like to these weird vocal melodies and we're just really experimenting with how they can work together to create these really unique songs um and it feels very the way it was recorded and the, the you know the result i think feels like very spacious it kind of exists in its own little realm in a way where you listen to it and it feels like this little isolated pocket of music um, that you can sort of just get lost in. So that's what initially uh, drew me into this album, and I hadn't come back to it in a while, but um, it was nice to come back to it. It's very, it's very. Well, soothing. I'm glad that you, I'm glad you picked this spontaneous over that Talk Talk one. That you yeah, on there I, the that I was gonna pick is... a Talk Talk album, um, their final one, but <laughs> I'm not just not that familiar with the band. I've that one comes, it comes up like on so many lists about being like one of the best farewell albums of all times, but it yeah. is fucking dense and fucking boring. Yeah. Because I, I listened <laughs> to it too, and I was like, nope. Um, it is very but, dense. This one's yeah. much easier to listen to. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you guys think of that? I I liked it. I played it for the first time last weekend while I was chilling, doing work. And it's like, it's, it's definitely a vibe. When I listened to it again today, I was out on a walk and I don't know if it's because of the heat that I was like getting tired or whatever. Like as I was walking around, I kept waiting for it to be like the last song, like the album feels long, but then I looked and it's the same number of tracks and like same length as the album that I picked. I think like one of the things that it suffered from is that like every song kind of sounds a little like there's not any big yeah. like i know there's different time signature changes but it's kind of like it's one just, no, tempo it's one no i, yeah, I wrote down all the way on my notes i say it's it's not like the most it's diverse a little, album music yeah, yeah it's a little it's a little monotone but it's very pretty and i think both yeah. of them are great singers and i haven't listened to mm -hmm. them separately but they definitely sound really good together yeah their yeah. voices really meld so well. yeah that's yeah. what i that's what i liked about it was like the the duo of singers um the singing is their voices work well together and it kind of re reminds me of like almost the female part of dirty projectors vocal styling mm -hmm. at times totally um, but also it reminded me of animal collective at times if it was like all, oh, like all yeah. prospect because, era yeah like oh, the yeah. early like sung for sure with prospect, where you have like both of them singing together and it's just kind of like it's kind of that vibe of like i think they're they're both two different uh two really different musicians and what they each bring to the table in this project is an interesting meld of, mm -hmm. of things, which which kind of works out to their favor. But I could also see them not getting along. But like I could I I don't know, but I could see this album being like really controversial for between the two of them of like, oh, this didn't come out how I expected it to or whatever. Like, you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I liked it. I think um, it's That's, very... I did not even 
now that you say it, it makes sense, but Animal Collective never crossed my mind. Yeah, this well, is, I mean, the that's only what they thing struggled is- with a lot of times is like they, they're very different musicians. And then, and what, you know, AV Tear wants out of something versus what Panda Bear wants out of something yeah. is very different, as you can see in their solo work. And I feel like that's what happened in this record. And that might be why they only made one record. You yeah, know, it could have just been, hey, you know what? Because We're, just we just like need to Animal go in two different directions. They fell by the wayside. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I'll say the only detractor I would say is that it's crazy that this album came out in 2014 because it took me back. I was like, yeah, I was like, boom. I was like, I was like, I'm thinking it's like I'm back in like 2008. Yeah. And I yeah. had this I had this issue of acoustic guitar magazine for some reason. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I bought it because of it, but it had like a but I think I got it because it had like a freak folk thing and they had like a thing about John Fahey and then like a thing that was like Sung Tongs, Devendra Van Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I would. Whatever else, I was like, oh, like this is like that. This is like this sounds like classic that shit. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's definitely that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of it. Yeah, and a lot of similarities like pedal work, instrumentation, time signatures, like all that shit. Acoustic plays guitars. Into that. Yeah, acoustic guitars yeah. made put through weird pedals or put through weird effects. Whatever. Like it all fits into that freak folk um because when i heard the beginning of the first song i was like oh boy here we go because i was like if this is gonna sound like if this sounds yeah. like tune yards no the first really bummed no, out. the first song is really <laughs> like did, you say tune, did you say tune yards because that's what yeah. that's what daisy said when i had it on when she was here last week like oh this sounds like tune and the first I song fucking hate tune yards dude and just because that is just like that was like when that style was like okay it's played out did me and tyler saw i like i like the sy album we yeah. did too. Were you there? Tune Yards opened for Atlas Sound at the Museum of yeah, Natural Museum. History yeah. when we were oh. in high school. No, Grady, you didn't go. No, no we you... saw. No, Grady and I saw Tune Yards at outside the Lance. chapel. No, the chapel. Oh, the chapel. Oh, that that's it was right. a free concert. But no, that's we right, saw. Yeah, right. we saw Atlas Sound at the Natural History Museum, and Tune Yards opened. And I thought it was just awful and obnoxious. Nobody, and, none of us liked it. Yeah, and then I remember a couple years later hearing her in urban outfitters and she had like gotten big and daisy's yeah. like oh i've seen her at the hollywood bowl and i was yeah. like it blew my mind that she took off i'm like she yeah. was awful the, the gangsta took, song is so yeah. cringy she Be took off for a while oh, for a so while cringy. but it was yeah. a fall it was a, a fast fall i think it was like a very uh yeah well, that was very, a quick yeah I very uh haven't thought about spike. in a long time <laughs> yeah but th- some of those songs have like millions of hits yeah. on youtube i mean that was big yeah yeah Yes Way is much better. Yeah, yes I, I, I yeah. like this band much better. That's for certain. <laughs> it yes sounds way. very spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. It's um, like the, and that people in that kind of music, they play on the floor. That's how relaxed it is. No, that's, yeah. that's what I like, Not even, yeah. not even yeah. a like, cushion kneeling, or a pillow. Just, just kneeling. Yeah, just yeah. kneeling Or maybe down. on like a beanbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely low to the ground. Sounds like that. All that that story you guys just said just reminded me of the first time or the time that I saw Grimes live, which was in 2012. Yeah, at yeah. a record store in Long Beach, and yep. it was just her. There were like ten people there. Yeah, and it was like the most low key thing. And then two On years the later, she was like hosting the red carpets or some shit. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, Did you see about Grimes with us at the Echo with Darius and Danny Zukavicki? No, I heard about that. That sounded like really. That fun. was a wild. That sounded like an insane. There were super yeah. soakers full of champagne. And like, now, I mean, talk about a rise to fame, dude. And, <laughs> and now she's literally like more. She's with ma- Elon maybe Musk. Maybe even more so a celebrity than a musician at this point. But she had a baby with Elon Musk. Called I mean, she, I think she's a dash twelve whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's I mean, a, it's a it's a meme level with like those two. Yeah, where it's like I can't even I don't even want to hear about it anymore because it's like yeah yeah it's like too much. All right, right let's move on to uh, kibosh the on next that, album. Uh, yeah, James Flames, are you ready to go? Yeah, let's yep. do it. All right, special um, guest. 
coming at you. Yeah. So usually what I do when I'm like thinking if I had to pick something to the theme like this is like I usually just shuffle my Spotify library and then see if that jogs anything, you know, see what comes up. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like not, that's not a bad strategy. So, yeah. You just go until there's some connections. At least that's stuff I know I like to some degree. But I, I picked uh, the last Turtles album, which is called Turtle Soup. It came out in 1970, 71, I think. I think it was 69, like, according to Spotify, right? Yeah, it was right around there. End of, end of the 60s. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like their only serious album. It was like they were like, we're going to try to do like a mature album because they have the big hit. Yet they, named it, yet they named it Turtle Soup. Turtle Soup. <laughs> That's yeah, a great name. That's a great but name. It's but like, it's like on the, on the you know the other covers like they'd have costumes and like it's all psychedelic. On this one, they're all just like standing on the yeah. beach and like oh yeah. Clothes. The, the album cover is so funny. It Which is it's me. very of the time because like yeah. you know psychedelic LA rock is switching into like weird singer songwriter like acoustic rock that's like. You know, it's gonna get like kind of boring. It's like them uh, standing the, on the beach the in the most seventies outfits imaginable. Yeah, yeah, the cover definitely reminds Hair. me of like a Beatles, yeah. like a Beatles cover. Yeah, Beach or Boys or something. Beach like Boys, 70s yeah. Beach Boys. Well, One see, of those see, bands. And that's the vibe. And I don't know the Beatles chronology, but this album, like tone wise and like attitude wise, r- reminds me of what I could like the two transitional Beatles albums, like Rubber Soul yeah, and sure. Revolver, yeah. before they go into full kind of pretentious well, mode or whatever and for Sergeant Peppers. The other trivia is that it's produced by Ray Davies from the Kinks and they got him to produce oh. the album because they like Village Green Preservation Society so much. Yes. A big fucking that album's a really big deal. Probably like the best Kinks album. Okay. Yeah. And it's That's similar to that. Not as like amazing as that, but all right, also so really good and yeah. Uh, what track, track we playing? Uh the beginning of House on the Hills track two. Okay, cool. This is House on the Hill by the Turtles. House on the hill, peaceful and still, only sounds of music ever Could have picked a better song. Though. No, I, no, I, I, <laughs> I like that one. Good. I like so that my one. question is: before we get into the discussion, because again, I was lax on research. Did this shift into trying to make a serious album? Did it do anything? No, for them. No, they like, were done. I mean, they because if you don't know the Turtles, you definitely know their big song "Happy Together." Yeah. Uh, if you don't know the Turtles by name, and they have a couple other songs that were hits at the time. What's the tune um, of that one? So happy. happy Imagine me and you. Oh. Wow, that's yeah. the turtle, yeah, Quintessential. Okay. One of the most played songs on AM radio. A lot ever of or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has oh, some crazy yeah. oh, stats with it. Fucking huge. For airplay or something. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. And then Legacy. there's like Eleanor, which is kind of meant to sound the same, uh, which is good. And then they they did like a few album albums. Uh, there's like a concept album where they're like a different joke band in each one. Okay, but and I had like, so there's like a surf song and a country song and all oh this, and that's god. great too. But Turtle Soup was more like. I had definitely heard the first song on this album somewhere, though. Just the first song, come over. I mean, they're they're a band that like I, they come. Song, up. That song's pretty generic. I don't know. 
They also it come could, up. Maybe. They also could come be. up like randomly. Like if you're trying to yeah. do like a deep dive into like seventies rock or like like I don't know. They just fall into a lot. You know, like they're not a super well known band for that era, but then again, they are because they had like this, those I one mean, hit wonder type deals. This but, album is like kind of slept on. I yeah, think. no, it is, but in the broader scheme i guess it's more so they come up now because of like the algorithms of shit you know yeah it's like you're in spotify and you're playing a 70s playlist or whatever or, or more like a 60s but yeah, whatever that era sure. that six, 60s rock or classic rock they'll just like fall into that somehow it's definitely yeah it definitely is dad rock yeah a yeah. little bit yeah uh, big time the yeah. touchstones for me for this was like the first thing i thought of was it reminded me of earlier like 10 cc yeah, well, the production, oh, the so, vocals, the also. vocals, I think and the production and sort of the, the it has a little bit of like that similar humor behind it. The yeah. songs, oh yeah, where they're, they're sure. very playful songs. It's not for like sure, yeah. we're a fucking serious rock band yeah, yeah. type shit. It's more of like it's quirky. Here's our quirky little fun song. Definitely, yeah. turtles are definitely quirky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I think production wise too. So like, there's I think a very definitive thing that happened in this era because to me this is like really the end of like the harsh production era into like okay now we're gonna like start thinking about how we're producing albums and this like falls right on that line of like there's really there's like some quintessential like 60s 70s production stuff going on like the bass sounds are like very like tube amp bass like really clean almost sounds yeah. like they're playing on like a you know one of those violin basses that's like really like hollow body like nice clean yeah, woody totally. bass but then also they have like these weird harsh guitar sounds that are like remind me of 10 cc of like just like a distortion tone that's like really fuzzed kind out of yeah. like whoa whoa like, yeah, yeah. and then also in a way. also you have a lot of harsh panning on this which is interesting oh, yeah because yeah that's, when you uh, that's the more, worst dude. thing about this era of music because sometimes yeah, yeah. it'll work and yeah. i want to have one headphone in oh dude, i want to still can't. be able to listen to you it. can't you gotta even get with, the stereo mixes that's why the beatles but, did that to their whole catalog i know but even with both headphones on it's still hard to listen to on headphones because you start to feel like you're you're like tilted one way it's disorienting. Or like, it, yeah it's disorienting and, and if the drums all end up on one side yeah yeah like, so there's a couple other that are really bad which is the stereo mix of the doors albums and of the stooges albums and they oh, both yeah. have literally like two on one side also guitar and bass on one side and vocals and guitar on the other oh, side or so something gnarly. and that's it it's that's so pretty gnarly. i've heard gnarly. that like some Jimi hendrix yeah. songs too yeah but like that era was like yeah. the era and, was the new hot new thing yeah and yeah. so they're like oh like we can pan shit let's fucking pan oh, it all the way right, to the let's left. go 100 percent yeah. left for those four tracks 100 percent right on those because <laughs> oh, everybody was so high on drugs and also God. it's like they panned it that way but they also didn't do any sort of like stereo widening or anything so it's like it just sounds like it's really close but really left you know like yeah. it doesn't sound like you're in a room with things spread out it's just like it's all right in front of you but yet it's all split it's like a i really don't know i listened to it on my state-of-the-art also Apple headphones that are included with the iphone worse on headphones too it's oh, better yeah. if you were had yeah. speakers oh the yeah. first like time i listened to it was out in the big room on my mom that would sound much well yeah, if you think fun. about how this music was being listened to at the time it was being listened to probably on a turntable of some sort through some sort of like hi-fi type speaker setup right yeah so that's that's what it's meant or for. across i mean or across or, or yeah. across but yeah but <laughs> yeah. if you play this shit on your on your airpods like you're gonna be in for a rude weird, awakening yeah. or in the car yeah. too it can be disorienting yeah for like, sure because you got like i'm gonna have to pay more yeah. attention to that i feel kind of dumb now being the only one not talking about that because it did not stand out to me at all i'm just like oh man this record's sick 
I oh, love that, the dude's voice. Well, it's not as like, it's not as so, bad as some other as some other albums. Another yeah. one is the first Captain Beefheart album, Save This Milk, is a really really harsh stereo mix. Yeah, it's like yeah. Impossible. So I'm gonna be honest. When I like before I had listened to this whole album, I put on maybe like a 20 second clip of one of the songs on like shitty speakers, and I heard it, and I was like, oh god, I'm not gonna like this album. <laughs> and then when I actually listened to it. I ended up liking it way more. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. I think I, it's their best album. Person, I, I love the Turtles. See, I'm mixed about it because there's certain songs that I like, and other songs that I think are are just not as good songs. Like as, as songwriting goes, I think it's also I think it's also long. Like it could it, it could do without a few songs to me. But I mean, I think it's, it's got like some songs. I know it just it. I guess it feels long too. Like when you're listening. Bachelor to Mother it. was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't, it ta- wasn't it basically like talking about like leave your baby at home and let's hook up at midnight? Like get your. Ba- <laughs> I, I don't know. It was. It was weird. I was. I was just making dinner, finishing up the playlist or whatever, being like, oh. My so my favorite song was <laughs> uh, somewhere Friday night. I yeah, it's got some yeah, interesting, that one's great. interesting musicality too. I love John and Julie. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Well, so what stands out the most to you guys for like what if you had to describe the turtles in one word? Well, see, and that's why I think it's just Turtle. like well, I wouldn't if you start were... with this record. This is kind of an atypical turtles album. But that's yeah, the thing. So. Like I would have thought of them more as like uh, a jokey novelty thing or whatever. Like even knowing that like happy together is like a huge song or whatever like it's kind of annoying as fuck and it's really yeah. long and well, repetitive it's, it's, it's a definition it. of overplay yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah it's and it's a little it's a little goofy yeah um but this like if you would have told me it was like obviously the era that it comes from like really stands out you're like oh this is late 60s like early 70s or whatever but then you tell me that it's this that band like i don't know it's almost like i would compare it to like the first time i heard kings of leon like youth and young manhood like after my dad was blasting sex on fire and i'm like wait that's the same band yeah yeah yeah, like (laughs) it's it's really good i was surprised as someone and i've never listened to the turtles just because if you hearing happy together would not make me be like oh i want to go listen to them even though i should have gone and listened to them because who is it it's flo and eddie like the other thing is yeah so there's two guys that sing uh mark volman and oh what's the other guy's name anyway there's two singers and after this band disbanded, they went to Zappa and did like, there's like three or four Zappa albums with, it's like the last Mothers of Invention with the guys from the Turtles singing. Yeah. Uh, I think to me, this album is good, but um, there's no, to me, there's not a ton of like, there's not a ton of stuff going on that's extremely different for this era. Like it, it does blend yeah, in a bit, um, like musically. So that's almost where I like, I, I see it fall short a bit, but I think it's I think lyrically it's funny and it's got it's got some like character for sure. Um, it's very it's very easily recognizable to me. Like if you you know, if you think about this band, they do stand out, but it's like they're not doing anything revolutionary at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, I guess that. No, it's after everything after the band comes out. And like, it's like, yeah. well, yeah, and it's yeah. like everybody i don't mean this in a mean way or whatever but i could get like i said like i compared it to those two beatles records it's like the beatles do this better and they had already done those because i think rubber soul and revolver are a few years before this yeah definitely. yeah and then like i mean you have zappa too like that's after zappa's usually after but um 
but you know you have him like what he did and all that this, well so, this came out the same i just looked up because i was trying to see when Flo and eddie went over there this came out the same year as hot rats which is my favorite oh yeah regular frank zappa record if you're going to separate it from the mothers or whatever but, yeah 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 but yeah so i don't know solid yeah it's like a it's a fun cool album <laughs> so james would you say like going backwards through the turtle stuff is it like way different Oh yeah, it's very, yeah, no, it's like, an atypical Turtles album. I would okay. not say that this is what the Turtles are all about necessarily. Yeah. I mean, in this, I mean, you know, it's the same people playing the same kind of music, but okay, it's. Uh, I would. I'd also say listen to the Battle of the Bands album. I think it's called, and then all the singles and stuff before is great, but different from this. Yeah, the Battle of the Bands album is probably really funny. I haven't heard that, but. Yeah, it's that sounds. I think I have the. I think I have the record. My the concepts of it sounds pretty hilarious. It reminded me of your concept. What it, chill bands? Yeah, that chill bands. That, yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Well, Jake, I think we? you're up. I am up. All right. So as I alluded to before, I came up with this theme, and I still had trouble with it because there was one very easy one, like low hanging fruit for me. And that was because I cleared it with Tyler because Tyler said, I'm not familiar enough with it to say no. And I knew Grady hadn't heard it. But when we invited James on, I didn't think it would be I thought it would be pandering. I was going to do Closer by Joy Division, the second album before Ian died, which is real important. I haven't heard it. I know you haven't. So you should go listen to it. And I haven't spent Uh, enough time on it. And then I listened to that Talk Talk album, which I didn't like. And then I also listened to this Mortal Coil, which I also whatever even though they're kind of a big deal so then i thought of this band who's actually a favorite of my younger brother and sister luke and gianna fucking love this band um so the band i chose is called three and this is their first and last album called dark days coming and just real it's a real incestuous timeline for this band on (laughs) discord Discord records started uh by old ian mackey of minor threat and fugazi fame uh, but basically, Ian Mackay and Jeff Nelson, who was in Grey Matter, did a single together. And then they came back, and Jeff Nelson was also in Grey Matter. So then Ian Mackay started jamming with Jeff Nelson, the other Jeff Turner, and Steve from Grey Matter. <laughs> and they were going to be in a band. And then something happened, and Ian Mackay dropped out. So then they got another guy who is in gray matter. So it's basically gray matter part two, but they're doing something that's like a little less hardcore. Yeah. And that's what three is. And they recorded this album. They did a couple tours and then they just kind of blew up. And the album actually came out after they had already broken up. Very cool. They like recorded it and they didn't like working with each other. And then Jeff Turner and one other guy from this band left to go start Senator flux who is another they're, they're not streaming and they're kind of hard to find you have to go on like blog spots or whatever to yeah, get yeah, like yeah. raw files of their album but it's really fucking good and i would have picked them if they were streaming but three is kind uh, of somebody's got to do it though yeah pick an album that's not streaming and make us share it we yeah did, well we kind of did that with the x album yeah but then, and then added it to spotify like right yeah. before we did it yeah. but anyway so three is like this weird they're they're obviously like they're a little punk, but they mix it up a little bit with like, I mean, the opening of the song that I'm going to play that you're not going to hear Swan Street is acoustic. They have some bluesy stuff, some yeah, folk God. stuff, so but it's this transitional thing between Senator Flux, which actually had an MTV hit. Um, 
they're like college rock. yeah college rock yeah. Yeah. it's literally yeah. it's literally halfway on the dial between gray matter and college rock <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah. out of all the, all right the Jeff the Turner bands on Discord, like I like Senator Flux the most, but Luke and Gianna are the one that told well, me like, no, you need to listen to the band before Senator Flux. Well, I don't know so any of those bands. To, so, well, check them out. Uh, <laughs> so the track I want to play is Swan Street, which would have been the single if they had pushed this album that hard, but they didn't really because the band already broke up and they work on a tour behind it. So Discord just kind of put it out and then never really they reissued it one time. All right. But if you could play it from 125, 125 you got it, great. All right, this is Swan Street from the 1 minute and 25 second mark. Well, I hope it sounded better for the audience than it did in my headphones because that's a real good song and that sounded like I was listening to it through a tin can. I saw, I saw Grady rocking out a little bit. Yeah. No, oh, um, yeah. It's good. I I love Jeff Turner's voice. Um, I, I love his lyrics too. Um, it's kind of like stream of consciousness a little bit and just like really mundane shit. It like can be Swan. a little random, but I mean that in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Swan, Swan Street is the street that he lived on and there's like a line about like, walking wondering why these berries smell like shit and like it's a certain tree or whatever that the berries do in fact smell like like dookie uh when they get hot in the summer i just get so writing. yeah so i don't know just write what he knows and again yeah. like i don't know i think like senator flux had that one song that was big but he he had the potential to do stuff and then he just he walked away from music like they reissued this album one time and it's a pain in the ass to find on Spotify. Like if you just search three, oh, this yeah. isn't the first thing. Terrible that SEO on this one. Yeah. yeah. No, it There's took a me a while to find like it that. to add it on the playlist. Oh yeah. yeah. Spotify um, has actually including my band. Yeah. yeah Spotify <laughs> is actually really bad with that shit. It's like really annoying. If you, unless you're looking up a huge band, it's sometimes very difficult to find shit. Mm -hmm. They need to work on that. You hear that Spotify? I mean, there's nothing yeah, they can do. The more the most popular stuff will just always. Yeah, but if you but if you point. type in shit like verbatim like word you know letter for letter like it should pull it up that's tyler, the problem this, tyler they're this i think you us. have to search you have to you have to type hey, the I word them. three them. and then put, put the, the three number, number three in parentheses, in parentheses yeah, after yes, it yeah. to get this and the version <laughs> that i gave you guys was the reissue so it had because i think they recorded a demo and maybe a seven inch so like the one reissued version has all the stuff but oh, this is the original 10 track album that came out in 80 nine i think and they Wait, had already broken came up out, in 19 this came what? out in 89 not 2011 yeah. like it says on spotify like it says yeah no this came out in yeah. 89 and they uh, had broken up in yeah classic spotify. That's that makes yeah because i think 2011 is the reissued yeah. version it's when it got put out game. it's kind of hard to like to find a physical copy of it, it's kind of hard to find like it's sold out on the discord site but yeah i don't know it's just it you know it's like your band grady yesterday like it it sounds good and the chemistry's there and these guys play really well together but it was just something whether it was personal or, or not like they just 
they said no we're we're done <laughs> we're over it yeah um, um i knew you i knew you're gonna talk about the lyrics jake because that's what i that's the main thing i liked about it was the lyrics to it um I actually don't like the dude's voice all too much, no. to be honest. Um, his vocals are are they too times, nasally for you? At time, it's just like almost it's out kinda, of tune. It's kind of emo. It's, it's kind of emo. So, emo singing, honestly. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little bit out of. I put it under that for I'm me be, in like a weird way. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, <laughs> I I didn't pay that much attention to the lyrics themselves. Like I didn't go in and and look up every lyric or anything like that. But, um, I'm not a huge fan of like punk punk rock to begin with. And I gotta be broad, honest, just a broad statement. I gotta there. be honest, I I wasn't a huge fan of this album, like almost at all. There were maybe a couple songs that I was like, all right, this is all right, but like, but to me, that's dude, the downfall of it is that it's not even punk. The song like, "Buy I, Me a River." Me, yeah, this is like, I mean, this is like alternative rock. Practice, yeah, like to me, this you is like very college dude, rock. Dude, dude, I think yeah, "Buy Me a River" is, is so cool. Dude, it's the worst song on this album. Which one? "Buy Me a River." This guy, I like that one. This guy should not be singing. He should be doing his yelling. The punk yell. Yeah. That's all he should well, do. Well, if dude. you want to listen to that, go listen to Grey Matter. Grady, the I probably would like that more because this guy can't uh, no, fucking I, I would sing, say Grey Matter is much better. Yeah, yeah. Grey Matter is better. <laughs> yeah, Matter See, is that's better. where I'm at with it too. Like, this is, like James said, it's like the dials like turned right in the middle. And like, to me, that's not a good thing. Like, they Senator need to Flux pick, and Grey Matter are both better. They need yeah. to pick yeah. one because this also, is like college <laughs> rock, but like yeah. watered down. It still rocks though. I mean, it does like it at times. It does at times, but like, which I think is other... what Grady doesn't like. But that's the other yeah, thing is that some of these hard. songs sound like yeah. they could be like the fucking song that's the sound or that's the theme song to Friends, and then yeah. the other time it could sound like a Tony no, Hawk soundtrack. Yeah, dude, I don't I'd know, say it's man. Closer it's closer than like the. Theme. No, I know it. I know what you mean. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, okay, because that kind of music would be ten years later would be like here's my really passing. See, and that's what I was gonna say is that to me, like, it's like a it's a it's very cutting edge. It's a predecessor, dude. That's like popular later. it's like a predecessor to popular slacker rock like Pavement. I will say I have a lot more respect for it now that I know it's from like the eight. 80s and not 2011 okay yeah. because at first i thought this was from 2011 and i'm like okay these but guys like just sound like those... they're fucking try hard posers with this shit to me but <laughs> nah, now that i know it's from the 80s happened, i'm like dog. okay that makes more sense i get it i get it more now <laughs> and it's like one of the dudes that worked with ian mckay that brought this into the band like he was embraced with him which was ian's more emo thing so and i think that's why luke and gianna found it because they're really yeah. into like I mean, early 90s like late 80s emo and shit like once you start that, listening to those discord bands there's like a million of them okay. yeah. it's all very yeah. tied yeah. together yeah. and, and that like, just depends how many you want to go listen to and that's yeah. exactly what i was just gonna say is like it's like you ran out of like time or energy to listen to the good bands on discord and this is like the second level <laughs> It's okay. definitely, it's definitely not like it's not it's definitely bad. A tier, A tier. Yeah, Discord. it's not bad, but it's like it's like when you get far enough down the Burger Records line and you're like, all right, well, what do I have well, left that I haven't actually, heard? Actually, if you get, further, I think Discord's a deeper well. I think you could go further. <laughs> it than is, it is, but it's but it's similar in the sense of like when you listen to Discord bands, they all kind of like they're all kind of in the same vein, you know? It's but the same vibe. The yeah, same yeah. vibe. Like I don't know. I think of Burger as like I don't know. a modern version of. Dude, I found that the deeper you go to Burger, the better it is. Be like that underground label should like yeah, have, but, a, have a sound have a vibe you know yeah but that's that's see that's your i mean i don't know whatever but yeah that's kind of how i felt about it i mean it definitely it you can get it can get down at times like there's some good riffs there's some good transitions like good sections like the song um the title track dark days matter that song's cool it's got a bunch of sections it's got a nice like progression to it 
Um, and I really like the one that's mostly instrumental rejection with yeah. them just yelling rejection. Yeah, I like that one cool too. Thing in it, like that one's super cool. Those two were my were my top two on this. But I think that song is about rejection. <laughs> Grady. But then again, <laughs> you didn't even read the lyrics, so I don't want any analysis coming out from that side of the room. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I don't know. I mean, I think I've said it enough. That's, it's not, no, I, it's not bad, but it's definitely not. Still like, good shit. It's yeah. interesting to hear your guys' take on it because I, and also James's too, but I'd like, for me, I like it as a middle ground going from Grey Matter to Senator Flex, who I like both of those. And like, this is only like, and it's very much a transmissional transitional thing because senator flex comes out way more polished and a big thing about that is is jeff turner doesn't sing as much he's like the second vocalist oh, right and that's that makes why sense. They, that's why they yep. got on mtv right okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, for sure for sure but also he walked away from senator flex too and doesn't make that stuff available like i don't think he i think they got big and that's why i don't know he just kind of wanted to do his own thing but yeah. whatever all, all those again all those discord bands it's all a moment in time yes very few of them that have like a lot of releases yeah, for sure. It's just like embraces the one off. One last wish is a one off. Uh, Rights of spring. Yeah, Rights of spring one is a one off. This yeah. one is like sticky fingers oh, or something. Rights of spring. That's a good fucking band. Yeah, yeah I mean that's 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 a tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously yeah, yeah. that's no, top, I know, I know. That's, top shelf Discord. Yeah, yeah. Top shelf Discord. Yeah. yeah. But I would also say Grey Matter is also top shelf Discord. If yeah. that is in fact Discord, I assume it is. Uh, yes. It yeah, is. they are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Senator Flex was not. Well, All right, Grady. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry <laughs> that I did that to you. It was not my intention. You should go listen to Closer by Joy Division. I anyway. I will listen to that. That that I will go and listen to. So let me ask you, Jake, before we move on. Do you yes. lyrically do you respect this album a lot? Like, are you down with these lyrics or just certain songs? Um respect is I, I that's I a like weird that's a weird word, it's but I think, I think yeah, we know yeah. that Jake likes the lyrics. Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I yeah. do I yeah, do, yeah. I do like, I do like the lyrics. Like, would you say that he's a better lyricist than a singer? Is what I was getting at. I mean, it'd be hard not to be. <laughs> yeah, but it, but well, again, but the thing with you guys, and I'll say this or whatever, I think you guys are really snooty about your vocalists. Well, that's what I'm getting um, at. Oh, but, 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 that's, but hold on, that's what I'm getting at. Is that? I feel but like sometimes Brady and I, I care more about the vocals than the lyrics. Than and the you words, care more yeah. about the lyrics mm -hmm. than the vocals, and I feel like that's Definitely. why we differ on this one. I yeah, know, but you guys sure. also don't think like. Grady doesn't think Morrissey is a good singer, which is just like that's not true. Wrong. That's and not also, true. Um, it's like I don't think the emo he's... singing is okay, by definition an acquired taste. Also, and, and, and like, it's in the yeah, name yeah. or whatever that it's like, I think what you're singing about and the emotion you put into it kind of overrides like the technicality of it. Like if you can tell someone's like feeling something very personal, it's like I don't know. It's the same thing. I know it gets your blood. It gets right. your blood flowing, and that's why I think that's why I think it's not what you guys do. That's why I think the, no, the I, parts I, where I he's that. yelling and going into more of that guttural mode is are better because the songs like buy me a river where he's trying to do this fucking like dad rock song i don't get it like i don't get those vocals dude they don't make oh, sense to me but when he's like river grady it's dude it's yeah. weird because i don't like it punk. didn't stick out to me at all though that's that's what's funny. i think i don't like yeah, punk I, very much I, I, but i, I, I like yeah, the yeah. punker songs that, yeah. punkier songs on this hmm. yeah now so, i, I don't enough. know like the respect i mean coming from someone who likes emo like it's, i'm too far removed to remember what you guys said about like the awake but still in bed vocals but i know people oh, think that i thought those were yeah it's just the same thing yeah it's the same yeah, but, kind of like yeah, she's not the best that. singer but when you put the, yeah i know but the, the same thing the with rights of spring and like other emo bands like 
It's, they do it better. I it's, don't know. It's vocally, I know, uh, but not all emo has to have screaming. Like, they have to no, work no. in the mixture of everything. You're yeah. in the weeds now. Yeah. yeah. I'll prepare power. We're getting, <laughs> We're getting into semantics now. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's on. move on. I just had to. I had to pry all right. a little bit. Speaking yeah, that, that of great, a valid point to be made. Speaking of great singing and lyrics, Tyler, let's talk about your album. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's. All right. Um, I so. love this blues album. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> All right, so uh I picked the controversially final album from Clifford Brown and Max Roach. And I say controversially because there was technically a live album that was recorded after this that was literally as far as I know was recorded like the night that Clifford Brown died, which is crazy. Um is it, is it a live album or like a, a so popular movie? He died, no, it's it's like a live, like a okay. live uh performance. He and died, I think he died in the car accident yeah. leaving from that traveling back to Chicago. He was only twenty five. So, yeah. Well, you so, should have picked that one. I know, but <laughs> I know, but I wanted to no. pick that one if we did it the live record. Though. If we did the live record theme, but then we If you double dip into double that, dip. I will I won't I won't yeah, now. Yeah. But I yeah. anyway, this was on my radar. Um and it's funny because actually this album I've I did not even I didn't even listen to this album much at all before I picked it and that's because it's like a little bit lesser known but it's definitely one of those like undiscovered gems um from from this genre this era uncut and gems. from uh uncut gems <laughs> but from Clifford Brown and Max Roach as well so um because they have multiple albums together Yes. Yeah, so they have a few together. Clifford Brown dies. So now that, that, that being so, said, so, so I didn't do any the research. Last... Who plays what? Who, who yeah. okay, okay. plays what? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Because Clifford Brown's a trumpeter. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll let you guys know. But I will yeah. say this album is an album from 1956, and it was the last album they officially recorded together. So it's like the last official release of this group. Um, so the personnel on it is Clifford Brown on trumpet, Sonny Rollins on tenor sax, Richie Powell, uh, I believe the brother of Bud Powell, is on piano. And then George Morrow is on bass, and Max Roach is the drummer. So um, Max Roach is a phenomenal band leader, legendary. phenomenal okay. drummer. Yeah. Big I mean, deal. Really big deal, right? And he went on to record a lot of great shit after this. But the the tragic part is that Clifford Brown did not, and that's because he died in a car accident, and also the pianist on this, Richie Powell, died in that same car accident. Damn. Um, okay. so, the day the music died. <laughs> cursed yeah. album. Yeah. The day um, this music died. The other <laughs> interesting note about this album is it's the only album that Sonny Rollins played on with this group. Um, yeah. like that's with the this other exact big name. group. Yeah, so that, Sonny, that that's is, the other name that I would recognize. Yeah, so Sonny and Rollins also led Henry Rollins' dad? Yes. <laughs> Grandfather. No. Okay. No, no. But Hank he's Williams. Legendary sax Great. player. Um, and so, yeah, this is an interesting time. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely in that hard bop um, era. Hard bop. Definitely hard bop. Which we'll get into. But I don't know. Let me play a clip first so I, we can get that out of the way and, uh, and get, a, get a feel for the sound of it. So... Which one did I pick again? I picked uh, The Scene is Clean from the beginning. All right. Scene is Clean from the start.
So, um, nice. reason I picked that one is Jake, because... Jake, are you okay? <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Jake, yeah, did you hear, did How you catch any you? of that? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to press play. Processing, processing. <laughs> so, okay, so the reason I picked that track is because, um, I always try to pick, I, I, at least I try, I try to pick a song that kind of showcases, like, the whole group, and I think this one does a good job of that. It's, it's showcasing what Max does on the drums, and then... You got the trumpet and the sax, like, kind of playing off each other, doing these kind of weird, I I guess you'd call them, like, counter melodies, and they're, like, they're very, like, segmented, so it's, like, you'll hear, like, a few notes from the sax and a few notes from the trumpet, and they kind of blend together to form the melody, which is cool, and then you have, and then when it drops and kind of fades, uh, like, towards that 30-second mark, you you start to get, like, the piano coming in, like, really, like, subtle piano playing, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you have, like, the the cool, like, bass line walking the whole time as well, but anyway, so that... I played that because I feel like that's what this group does so well is like the arrangement of the group itself. So the way that they put these songs together. And I mean, the thing about jazz is there's not a lot of originals. Like a lot of these songs are, have already been written and they're just doing their versions of them. But, um, I think it's really about how you arrange it. And so I think this group is like the super group of that one of, one of them. Um, but anyway, so back to, uh, Back to Clifford Brown a bit. So, yeah, he tragically died um, really young, 25 years old, in a car accident. Um, And it's crazy because he's part of a few different trumpeters that died really young that were, like, these up-and-coming stars that were, like, going to be the next big thing in jazz and and weren't and the so it's curse um like lee morgan is another one <laughs> and he lee morgan died because his uh wife shot him on oh, while he was shit. performing on stage what the so fuck? very oh, different that's brutal. and i almost picked Trumpet's the final curse. i almost picked the final uh <laughs> lee morgan album but um i ended up liking this one now that that's a that's better. a live album i want to hear yeah like half the way through yeah. the set yeah <laughs> so yeah lee morgan i guess he like his wife was like a lot older than him and so he was like cheating on her with like a younger woman and she straight oh. up was just like fuck you no and so she killed him on stage she and shot him that is the uh, plot of chicago yeah but yeah so crazy shit That's went down funny. in this era um but a lot of people died really young and it's funny because like in this era a lot of jazz musicians were dying because of overdose they were getting hooked on heroin yeah, and dying yeah. or weird shit right. but these two they were like these up and coming stars. They both died in weird freak accidents, kind of. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just tragic. But anyway, so. um, Wait, didn't you say they died um, in the same car accident? No, not Two guys died in the same car accident. Two guys on this album died in the same car accident. The other trumpet shot. The other guy got shot. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I guess it's just like, it's one of those things that it's tragic, but it's also, you get like these this super solid era of like recordings and thankfully clifford brown did have a chance to record a few albums um before he died like some there's some jazz musicians i I forget the one guy that i looked up but there was like one guy who was like supposed to be one of the greatest of all time and he literally never recorded anything he like died so early in his career they never even got a recording of him so it's just like word of mouth that he's like a legend right but um but yeah it's interesting but yeah so okay so this album um I think this is what it does well is it's in this era of hard bop. And to me, hard bop is one of those eras of jazz that like is almost like, and I'm probably going to get shit for this, but it's like almost like the end of good jazz. Like 
in a <laughs> oh my god. In a way. Who's you gonna shit on you, you for can that? Say it, you can like, say it's the peak of jazz. Yeah, it's the peak. Okay, that's no, a better think, way of saying I, it. I think you could say it. Yeah, yeah. That's I a better way of say saying that. it because it's like it comes after like the swing era, which is like much more simplistic and like almost like pop songs yeah. that were like kind yeah, of yeah, adapted. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it comes like in this time where they're actually like really fucking progressing what's happening in jazz. And then after this you started to get more into like the free jazz and like the like avant-garde shit and it's like modern and then you get like electric bass and like weird distortion coming in and like the later miles davis stuff which like eh, not my cup of tea so i mean by the time it goes rock by the time the jazz musicians are like let's play rock and funk instead then right. that's the right. good shit and jazz is not really the shit anymore. Totally, totally. Yeah. And that and, and that's this is valid. Like a, a full generation before that. Right. And when so like jazz is still And so hard bop is like it's like the era that to me I like to listen to the most. And it's it's not quite bebop, like it's not true Charlie Parker like really fast melodies all the time, super fast tempos. Bebop. But um, the whole thing is they dial it down. Everybody's like we're tired of playing all this fast yeah, notes all exactly. the time. It, uh, it's, it's let's like be more about nuance. Let's be down. more about melody. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what's cool about it is you start to get bands like this, which are like kind of separately known for their musicianship. That the members of the band are separately known, and then they like come together to form this like super group, if you will. But the way they arrange shit and the way that Max Roach, like he was kind of the band leader of this band, and the way he like led this group was i think really really good but i don't know i can talk for days but you guys yeah. so he's like the lars ulrich when i when i was listening to this for the first time because i was not that familiar with clifford brown or max roach um the first thing that stood out to me were uh the drums yeah and i was like sure. okay i can see why tyler likes this album because the drums are heavily featured he's off, yeah. well, uh, and he's I, a good he's a really good drummer i tend to like um, groups that are led by drummers like i really yeah. like art blakey's group as well but um, it, i, I but was yeah. kind of surprised because it really felt like the drums were leading everything yeah which sure. isn't like you know necessarily something that's always the case yeah in a, a jazz group a quintet or uh, this is a quintet right yes yeah yeah um so that was cool and yeah i mean i i I thought it sounded really good too for a jazz album from like the 50s um all the instruments seemed recorded really well it felt like you were in sort of a like a small room with them they got good tyler they got good at it by this time tyler would you have picked this because you were trying to do a theme like let's pick one that was recorded before 1960 were you floating (laughs) that out so you could do this too i just when we were throwing around all these themes like i started to just dive into this era because i was like okay live album like this is a good era for that like recorded before 1960 this is good for that so like i was just digging around but it could have worked for that too but I don't That's know. Grady, Grady has a point. Like the production, actually, not only on this it's album, very, but, it's very clean. Yeah, a lot yeah, of jazz great. albums from um, yeah. this time are actually recorded. They really, sound really perfect. Well. Yeah, yeah, it sounds, it and, sounds it, and it fits the music. Microphones yeah. just got to be really good. Yeah, yeah, and it's just but it's funny. Plug like, and go. So yeah. Grady saying that the first thing that stood out was the drums because I thought that that too and again i didn't look up who is who because i normally i know like whoever like the band is named after like that's the star instrumentalist yeah. but i didn't yeah. look up who did what or whatever but when i was driving around listening to it being like all right the students like symbol work like especially on the hi-hat is oh, yeah fucking insane really but then yeah. there were like two songs back to back that had extended drum solos and i'm just yeah. like this drummer's kind of yeah. full of himself like who the <laughs> fuck does he think yeah. he is and now well, i know happens. that his name yeah. is on the album cover i'm just like yeah. oh that's that yeah. guy yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well that's but that's kind of what i like about um groups that are led by the drummers is that they give them that space like a lot of jazz, you never hear a drum solo. It's all about saxophone or it's all about trumpet. Yeah. And this album, it's balanced. Like 
I mean, I would say if there's anything lacking on this, it's the bass and piano. Like they don't mm. give a lot of time for them. But yeah, I would know. I would agree. So one of the things I liked about this album a lot is that they interlaced the instruments really well. So like a lot of times on jazz recordings, it'll be like, okay, piano solo goes for a minute yeah, and then exactly. it'll go into the next solo and it will just do that for exactly. every song that and that's just boring. the structure. And you're yeah. like, okay, that's yeah. kind of boring though. Yeah. This one, they like, it's they'll clever. have parts where they're all in there and then they'll take one really, or two instruments really away yep. and then they'll bring some more back in. Like there'll be trumpet and then there won't be trumpet, it'll be piano. So and they play I, off of each other. I yeah. think that was cool in the way that they created melodies for each specific instrument as like, that's going to be like your part and you're going to come in and do that and yep. then you're going to fade out for a bit. I think that was really smart, and I think it made the, the the album a lot more dynamic and interesting to listen to overall. Yeah, there's also tracks where they call out different jazz melodies that aren't part of the song. Like they'll they'll reference like oh, yeah. it's called quoting, but um, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what's the song? I'll remember April. At the end of that, they quote another jazz melody that's really cool. So yeah, that's it, probably a lot the of that standout coming. track for me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I really like the, I really like the second one. Love is a many splendored thing. That's yeah, that's, that's one of the most famous ones off this. Um, the melody was super. Hey, wait, doesn't Catsy cool. Pline have a song called Love is a Many, many Gendered yeah. Thing? Yeah, yeah, which is a play on, which is yeah. a play on this. That's I mean, it's, a, this I is a jazz, it's a jazz standard. It's, it's a really a standard, good song, yeah. but the way yeah. they do it on this album, they're known for like this specific version of it. That, okay. That's like what kind of made this album, honestly. Look at me recognizing good yeah. jazz. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah, at yeah. that. Wow. Didn't go over your head, Jake. Oh my God. No, Jake. no. So, yeah, no, I mean, I liked it again for me, and it's like, it just goes with i think like any any jazz that i'm like into or whatever like i have to be like in a certain mood or like i use it for a certain thing and normally it's like when i'm working like if yeah, i'm doing cleaning something and working, or cleaning and stuff. working yeah, 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 i will yeah. say drive driving or well when i drove james early in the morning a couple weeks ago or whatever i had a jazz playlist on or whatever and he was just like oh are you trying to impress tyler and i was like no I, <laughs> i'm like i fell asleep to this jazz playlist or whatever and it was still on nice. in the morning on my phone but driving around to it today, like in the middle of the day, and I was just doing it for like research purposes, like felt kind of forced being like, this is not like freeway music <laughs> yeah, 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 or whatever. It's not what I normally do. Uh, hey, and, yeah. hey. and as I stated earlier, like lyrically, it didn't really do anything. <laughs> for me. But um, I loved it. But no, it was, it was. I'll give you that one. It was good. And I think um, if I had done more research, like into the story about it or whatever, like it kind of does make it like a bigger deal. And even without knowing who was what, like Grady said, the first thing that came out is like whoever this fucking drummer is, whether his al- name is on the album cover or not, was is really really good. Yeah. Um, hey, did the good. did the song Gertrude's Bounce remind anyone of the Monsters Inc. theme song? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I just watched I think that movie. I, I, think I just I watched. That. I just rewatched <laughs> yeah. that movie. So. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I mean, well, what Jake said, like, to I mean, for what's going on on this record, for for Clifford Brown to only be 25 years old, like, and playing this at this caliber and all I that. Mean, I mean, shit, I'm 25. That shit always what the fuck blows my, I mind my mind. Yeah. It's not much crazy. I mean, I mean, to be this advanced at that young and then to fucking tragically die. Like that's what make that's another thing that makes it a big yeah. deal. Like you said, but, um, I don't know, James, anything else to add? Well, one thing I'll say, it's kind of interesting. I'll say there's a little bit of parallel between this and the three album in that it's like, if you're into this kind of stuff, like this is just good shit. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the good, this is like the good stuff or like, this is straight from the source. Like, and I think those ears are kind of similar too, where it's like with the discord bands, like they're all kind of hopping and going and melding and stuff. Da, da, da. 
And it's the same thing with in the fifties, all the jazz bands in New York just being like, yeah. and this guy goes over here and this guy goes yeah. over here. And then <laughs> yeah, these guys totally. go off on an adventure together. And, <laughs> totally. and there's a lot of, and there's a lot of one-offs. I mean, probably rare that there's multiple albums where it's the exact same five people. Right. Right. Unless you have like the classic, there's not like, a lot of jazz bands. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a few classic quartets or whatever, but yeah, normally it's not like always the same people, which is, which is good. I think is a good, yeah, thing. no, it's cool to change. Things. And it makes yeah. it, and it makes the trivia that much more fun. Yeah. For sure. Like, like the, oh, who's, who's this, playing bass? This, yeah. Like, oh, shit, that guy's playing bass. Oh, he's on this, this, and that. Yeah, for sure. Which is very similar to if you're into shit like Discord. Yeah, and I was going to say, yeah, even just yeah. like, even just going with the Jeff Turner band, like the little nuances of who they're playing with or whatever, like who steps in for bass on this one or who's the other guitar player kind of thing. That's totally. an interesting pair. That's yeah, the same, that is, it's the same kind yeah, of thing. That is interesting. But yeah, I will I say think, with both, it's like they're not necessarily the absolute best of the of the niche of the genre yeah but it's like absolutely solid if you're into that kind of thing okay yeah, so yeah. for for a lay for a layman like me then who like you're saying like in this genre like who else like stands out for this well, kind, kind of like, blue is a hard bop out yeah okay so okay. kind of blue is like the big one i mean you still have, i own that you have yeah. uh you have you have dizzy gillespie <laughs> is playing in this in this era you have john coltrane he's playing in this era i mean there's there's bigger names for sure but those um, are like that's more bebop yeah right? yeah no i know but like it's still it's still like happening same, around the yeah, same time yeah, same you know shit. um but yeah it's it's tough i mean clifford brown de is definitely and max roach are definitely big names in the genre but this album is not one of their like most well-known albums like there's another one that's called it's just called clifford brown and max roach like there's no name to it and that was the other thing bigger. about this era so did max roach like keep going and get around like for a long time after this oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like a famous band leader he's a legend yeah okay He's a legend for sure. Kind of like yeah. Art Blakey too. Yeah, Word. like Art Blakey. But I don't know. I mean, I think this genre and this era of it is like kind of like accessible jazz is what I, I think I it's agree. pretty accessible. Um, I agree. So I, I Bebop pick, can get annoying. Bebop can get annoying. And then it's just you, a bit much. I was, and then like Coltrane, almost, Albert Eiler is like too edgy for dude, a lot of people. I almost fucked with you guys and picked the final Coltrane album and you would have hated fun, yeah. me for that. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, I mean, it's good. But like, He's dude, it's the sax, way it the like fuck out there compared to this. Like, this has structure dying, to it. This is like yeah. says melodies. Like the other one is, yeah, it's out there. But anyway, that's that. Um, I'm glad you guys liked it to some degree. Brief but, history. No, yeah, I liked it. You know what? And I would curse. just like to. I would like to congratulate you, Tyler, on because you talked about it enough being like, I don't know what's gonna happen if I pick a jazz album. And <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was great. So like, wow, went and over again, well. That could be your yeah, thing. You know? Yeah, and again, yeah, I would say like this is the most like music education i've got in yeah, a while in a minute, or yeah. whatever well, that i'm not just like well go fuck yourself well yeah. good i'm glad i lived <laughs> up to the i'm glad i lived up to the hype that you built up for me i don't know so it was no joe pass but <laughs> grady yeah, well because i was about to well, say, I would say it's the it's the exact opposite oh yeah of virtuoso yeah for sure for sure. very opposite in many all right with that, as far as jazz it's, goes because it's good with that uh, <laughs> yeah, with yeah, that yeah. shall uh, we shall we move on to the voting yeah that's and how are we doing that vote? yeah well, James is not getting a vote, I think, right? Well, no, hey, I'm, a, I'm, no, I'm available if somebody wants to pick what, my album. What I if? Just get one point. Oh no, I mean, but you're not. You're. What if James gets to? Oh, vote my vote on doesn't one? count. Your vote as doesn't much. count. Yeah, 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 yeah. When fair you enough, vote, fair enough. yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's what I think. I'm still happen. gonna express my vote though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. You can express it, but it's I'm not. Still gonna like, pick. Because that would be shitty. Because then we'd have like we could potentially have two and two, and that's like okay. So can we vote for James's album? I think yeah. If that, if you we, like that, I one think, the best. yeah, because I think we've only had a stalemate one time mm. where all of us voted for a different one. I yeah. think James's vote 
if James can vote, I think James should vote for one of our albums, and we can. And I mean, so, if like, we, we have a stalemate, we'll we'll figure that out when we get. All right, yeah, let's, All right, just, let's just do it because we obviously didn't prepare enough for this. Yeah. Everybody say this their, is the one thing that we, their favorite we one. We did all we'll the testing. We did the timing. <laughs> this is the one thing that we didn't check off the list. That's fine. Yeah, who but cares? I think we did good on. T- yeah, that's fine. What does it do? Um, so just go yeah, for it. Grady, you went first, so you we vote in the order that it okay. happened. I guess. Um. Right? Well, if we're going just us three, I would go for Tyler's album for sure. When it comes down to between James's album and Tyler's album. You gotta pick one, dude. Uh, you know what? I'll go for Clifford Brown and Max Roach. Nice. I'll go for the jazz, just for you, Tyler. Just for me. Just I for appreciate you. that. Oh, so it's personal. Yeah. It's yeah. very personal. It's a little biased, because he's always giving me <laughs> shit that I would never vote for a jazz album. Well, that's <laughs> well, well that's exactly... I now thought I that, too, when I was... Huh? Yeah, yeah, is he expecting yeah, yeah. to guilt me? Because I mean, hey. it'd be kind of fucked up <laughs> hey, after I got, all this... Yeah, I got to no try picks. anything I can at this point, Jake, all right? <laughs> <That laughs> if it's true. guilt, if it's a pity vote, I'm in. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, who's next? It's for me to pick? Yeah. yeah. James, right. you go. I don't know. I feel like it's a little tough because I will say, like, we all picked good albums, but we didn't all pick fantastic albums. I agree. And I, I like that. them all, but there isn't really one that, like, jumps off of the top to me. But I think because it was the most refreshing and I hadn't, most unexpected i think i have to pick grady's album because i haven't wow. listened to anything like that in like a decade or more it's kind of a throwback and, uh, to that era. i enjoyed it. it no it's absolutely a throwback and i enjoyed the feeling that it gave me whereas like i knew what i was going to get out of a hard bop album yeah and i knew what i was going to get out of a, the album yeah that sounds like gray matter and senator flux <laughs> wow this is a uh, my redemption yeah. from the last time you were on no, it, I, no <laughs> this is grady's redemption yeah, yeah. uh I, uh, that said, I think Yesway is a pretty awful name. It made me think of that band Yesayer. It's who a I think silly name. Oh, yeah. Bad, that... forgettable indie band from Yesayer also played at the Natural. They had like two good songs. Yeah, they yeah. would have. Two yeah, good, I think yeah. I think they two did have two good songs. songs. Yeah, yeah. I like downloaded the album. Two good songs. I downloaded the album because yeah. that and was like, well, All right, this is personal trivia for yeah. the three of us. One of my biggest things with Yesayer is they played the fucking night that we did the final breakdown or whatever at our talent show and everybody oh, went man. to go see fucking Yaysayer. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Us. I well, now I hate him yeah. even more. I yeah. gotta go yeah. see Yaysayer. That's why I always say, fuck Yaysayer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, all right, Jake, what's here. your vote? Um. Okay. This is... <laughs> oh, God, it's getting <laughs> serious. I already got one point, so... Wait. Um... Wait, you don't have a point. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my thing is, is like, I I liked, I liked all the albums, but I will say, and I didn't say it with Tyler's that I said about Grady or whatever. And I think it just goes because for me, it's like, it's instrumental. And I guess I don't know the nuances that there's like a, there's a feeling of sameness or whatever, that there's not a whole lot of diversity going on or whatever. Cause like, Again, like I said, once you get to like the third time that he gets a drum solo, like on a third track or whatever, I'm just kind of like, yeah, this guy's a good drummer, but like it's not yeah, really yeah. changing it up. And I thought the same thing with Grady, even though it was really pretty, I had never heard of that band and I liked it. I kept looking after each track being like, okay, how much more of this is yeah, this going to yeah, yeah. be? So in that way, I honestly didn't feel that way about the Turtles. And it's my first time ever listening to them too. So I'm going to go, I'm going to vote for the Turtles. Nice. Okay. Um, All right. Well, so wait, so everybody has one point. Well, so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't voted. Oh, Tyler didn't. Oh, Tyler vote. Tyler didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to give any long-winded explanation. I, I liked Grady's the best. <laughs> yeah, nice. So, yeah. Wow, I thought Grady you were going to win this week, Tyler. Yeah, it's all right. 
I will not be guilted into voting for a jazz record. <laughs> yeah. I will do it it's when not, it earns. It's, 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 it's not fair to no, jazz. So, not, no, so if we took not, James's out, though, if we took James's vote it, and his and his album out, then what would you vote for, Jake? Yeah, I would nine. abstain. No, come abstain. on, you got to. <laughs> I I would filibuster. Oh um, no, because uh, that'll I'm, be either make it unanimous either way. Like if you pick his. I would pick Tyler's. Is. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Cool. So you would have won if it was. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it depends and on we how can we're figure it. Yeah, it's like a phantom thing, and we don't yeah. even know what the record is. Every week, we're gonna say we're gonna go listen and figure out who's yeah. winning, and we yeah. still. Don't I know. I think like, it's no. more. It's not about winning. It's more about seeing like it's more which about record that. wins. But like, it's not about winning. You know what the I mean? The reward. The reward is that you guys all had to listen to it. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. That is a, that's, that's the whole point. Board. Is that you had no choice but to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Forced. That's satisfaction enough. Forced to listen and, to it multiple times. Which is honestly, just, I wish I got to do this more often because I would look fuck, at this fuck with you guys. <laughs> look at this group of friends. I bet you would, Jake. Considering the conversation. Considering the how you fucked with us on Jake's birthday thing on the jukebox. I, and I've <laughs> never got to make you guys listen to hardcore, so. Yeah, we, uh, we could do, oh, great. Oh, we could do a hardcore <laughs> episode, but Grady might No, 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 like, that's, yeah. no, you, you can't do ears. genre. It's too. Yeah, genre's too. Because honestly, the reason I hated Lamb Chop so much is because that's your idea of a country album. That's no, don't even bring it up. Hard. We almost made it through the whole thing without. <laughs> no, no, but, I'm saying, but I'm saying a theme like last album means right. that I'm going to get to listen to something that's just good shit. Right. That Grady listens to, not him trying to shoot horn something in yeah because well, so many people are on the spot because genre right, anyway well, I and balance. no but i think it makes it interesting too because a theme like this you're you know it's cool that we pick a variety of genres like nobody picked the same yeah, genre that's what makes far this from so it. interesting yeah. yeah you know like these genres were super diverse so yeah i only bring up lamb chop to point out that the genre thing is and odd. i chose that specifically because i didn't really want to pick a country album yeah so you know they all it, it all stretch. ties together yeah. um all right let's talk about the singles real quick before we wrap this up Cool. Oh yeah, that's fun too. Okay. Um, Wait, James, you picked a single, right? Yeah. Yeah, I put a single on there. Yeah. Yeah. So just oh, real yeah. quick, There's rapid four. fire. Cool. Um, the single I picked was from a band called Mall Girl, and I've never listened to them before. This there weren't a lot of singles that I was really you know digging in the last couple of weeks, because um, we have a lot of big releases coming up. Yeah, like, there's soon. like a lot forthcoming. Yeah, yeah, so not not a lot in terms of newly announced single stuff. But I like the song. It's like a catchy, 80, very 80s inspired, you know, pop song. Um, sounded nice. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. It sounded like it a, mall, a mall song. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> yeah. a, a good mall song. But yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, I haven't really heard anything else from this band. But um, if you like sort of sweet, uh, synthy pop music, check this out. Okay. James. Uh, Oh, I picked so I got to do I get to do a little bit of name dropping. Okay. I picked uh, a song by a band called Lawful Killing from London, who I know the guy because his old band came to California and played a show with Gun, and we like hit it off. Nice. Uh, and you know, Wait, I, now we like he, talk on we talk on Instagram or you know whatever. The singer not, like, or the homie. what does he do? Yeah, the, the singer. And, okay. And he, but he basically like the Lawful Killing demos are all him, and then he the way he put it, he got a bunch of kids to play his songs for him. <laughs> He calls them like his drones, or you oh know, whatever. Like one, one guy writes all the music, and they fucking rock. Uh, the opening riff to this song is is fucking in, insane. It's pretty metallic, honestly. Like I kind of wish the whole song crossover was, thrash hardcore. Yeah, I wish is. the whole song was like an extended version of that. Like the song was good, but like that opening was just like, oh shit, what is this? Yeah, because you were a little yeah. buried. You interviewed them, right? Uh, yeah, I put zine. them in my zine. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. I recognized the name, and I was just like, oh yeah. shit, this. Shout is out sick. to Ben. He's cool. 
Yeah. So this is like brand new release for them. So yeah, it's a they put it out as a single on their Bandcamp, and then it came out on a comp on Spotify, hmm. put out oh, by I think cool. whoever runs the studio that they record at. You know, the guy put out everything that he recorded there. Yeah, yeah, that's rad. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I liked it. All right, uh, Jake. Uh, I picked a song called Closer by this band called The Clientele. They've been around um, a while. Yeah, they're they're old. Um, their album, The Violet Hour, is really good. That's like a very early... Max gave me that album like right when we graduated high school, and I've been a fan of them ever since. I actually won tickets to go see them through KCRW, the only time that I've ever won anything on the radio. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Is this a British band yeah. as well? I think they are. I, I, um, for some reason, that's what I'm remembering. But yeah, just real, real mellow vibe, pretty guitar um so i assume they have a new record coming out and that that makes sense because i think the last one i won tickets for was probably like two or three years ago now but if you've never listened to them start with in the violet hour it's a real good you know like sad x core almost like almost like real estate but not as corny not as beachy Dude, i really like yeah not as beachy track. yeah i really Dude, they're really track. good yeah. yeah, I was stoked on this one for sure. Yeah, so check them out. I didn't know they had an album coming up, but when I looked at new I singles, I was like, oh, either. fuck, yeah. Um, but I know this band, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Dude, I hate Spotify. It doesn't give me, like, new shit anymore. Like, it used to it used to give me, like, a, a release, release radar. radar. You have yeah. to follow I, it. No, I, I have a release radar. You gotta go. Just gotta look for now it. you gotta, gotta go. follow it, because they used it. to just, like, shove it in my face. Like, here yeah, you go. Yeah, dude, you gotta, you gotta go to search and go uh, click on it. Okay, It's still there. It's still there. Definitely do that. Pro tip. All right, cool. Um, so the single I picked is Back Down South by Larkin Poe. Um, this band is a duo of two uh, front women, I guess. They're like kind of like they're sisters. Uh, and one of them plays guitar and sings, and the other one plays um, lap steel and sings. And uh, Are their names Larkin and Poe. No, so they're <laughs> they were they were in a band God called the Lavelle me. the Lavelle Sisters before this, but. Larkin Poe's like their like actual group. They have like a drummer and bassist and all that. Um, before this, they just did like super like old school kind of like church music harmonies, like country bluesy kind of just like vocal harmonies and like guitar. Um, but yeah, this this group is like more of a rock blues rock group or whatever. But their album comes out I think tomorrow or the next day. Comes oh, out this week. It's coming soon. Um, but yeah, this this track is a little different for them. They add in like some organ and a little bit different instrumentation. I think that it features it features another artist that I think is one of their husbands who's like also a guitar player. But anyway, I don't know. It's interesting. It's not like they're not like the best band out okay, there. Okay, yeah, because I, I don't you know. Guys if probably, Tyler, this sucks, dude, Tyler this I don't so I don't know if you really? can see me like not being able to look you in the eye or whatever. But I've been I've been thinking about all day how awful. to express how bad this song really? was and the first time that i listened to it i was playing the playlist and i actually was at the end of james's record and i got up to go to the bathroom and i had it playing and in the living room. and and daisy was in the living room playing switch and i came back after going to the bathroom and she was just like so i don't know what happened after that like 60s album like if it just went to random radio but there was this song and it was random so radio. fucking bad nice. and then i, I went back it. and i started it up and i was just like Oh my god. It like, sounds like Pawn Stars transition. Music. Like not even in this Ooh, yeah, oh that, wow. not not even it. in the same realm that I like ironically can laugh and listen to like Georgia Georgia Florida line or like Luke. Oh, Bias. I'd much rather like, listen to Florida Georgia. But I was just like, what 
is this? And there was a line about Carolina Reapers in it or whatever. And I was, that was the only time my ears perked up and I was like, it's not enough. Like, oh, Carolina Reapers. Not a, yeah. Like, That's right. interesting. I, I mean, wasn't I, a fan. I expected yeah, I mean, I that. Grady. No, I did not. I didn't want to say anything, but okay. No, I, yeah. I expected that, but uh, not, a, not. I expected a that, but hey, it's good. To, it's good to have a shitty song in there, I guess. Right, right, guys. Like, hey, I, well, I, you know what? Well, the I wanted most to give it. I, like. think, I mean, it's a single. I think so it's, it I might be the worst song we've ever played on the Whoa. show. Oh, we didn't play it. Well, it's the worst song that was ever featured on a playlist, and I almost thought I'm like, is that why Tyler doesn't want to talk about the singles? Like, I didn't know if you were trolling or not. It was hard. Yeah, well, I kind of was. I guess sure. I kind of was in a way because I knew you guys wouldn't like it, but um, I didn't know you you'd like hate. It? I didn't know you'd hate it that much. Oh, but yeah. So okay, okay so it. this track, I was yeah, I was trying to be. It's not. It's not my favorite track from them, but I respect them both as musicians. I think they got. I think they have skills when it comes to their guitar playing. Lyrically, I definitely didn't like this track. Hey, um, wait, can I can I just share a piece of info with you guys? Yeah. Yes. Uh so this is from their new album which is coming out like tomorrow and right now it has an average of 84 on Metacritic. Is that good or bad? I mean, that's really good. That's I mean, has, that's high. That's high. It's very yeah, high. I mean, I okay, here's what they got going. They're super talented musicians. They like the the gal that plays slide um is super fucking good at slide and she, they're both young. They're both like up and coming lyrically didn't didn't dig this track at all don't like the lyrics on it at all but i picked it because i think it's a different sound i'm i'm just interested to see where they're gonna go with it it's just if they have more like if they have like more americana kind of sounding stuff in they their do. back catalog that sounds yeah. appropriate but this sounds like the worst like schlocky like news production well yeah. so i new, feel like, like that's the downfall though some like of these bands dad rock yeah i feel like that's the downfall now, of some yeah. of these bands like they're like the record company's like, all right, you got to put out a single. Like, let's make a fucking really generic sounding song that everyone's going to yeah. like. I try to say have good stuff, one. and that's what this song is. Because I feel like the dude who's featured on it is probably like the excessive, like really crunchy guitar or whatever. And I'm like, this is like if Jack White got canceled and had to work really hard oh to God. make like a comeback. It's all right. Like, this would be his feature. Sorry, guys. In five but... years, they're going to be produced by Danger Mouse. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. I could see them being a, what is it, third man records? Or, yeah, I, this yeah. is just absolute wild card, so. Yeah, well, hey, that's a good thing. I had thing. to say something, yeah. No, yeah. I'm glad you guys said something, but it's. I think it's funny, too. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I To me, it's less about, like, oh, I really fucking like this track, and it's more just, like, I'm putting this on the radar. Well, but, and that's the point of a single, is it has to just yeah. be something you know about that just came out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, and, the hardest yeah. thing and to And I, yeah. I wanted to put it on the radar to see what happens. Like, they could become a, a terrible band. I don't know. I, I'm going to yeah, listen yeah. to the album, and, and I'll figure it out. But... That it's on my radar, and I wanted to put it on your radar because I feel like you guys would probably hate it. But hey, well, now that it's not. on my radar, I am walking the opposite direction. <laughs> that's, that's, fine. That that's fine. <laughs> like, that's fine. That's why I put it on your radar because I I'm knew you'd like, never I'm like, seek oh. it out. I'm like, oh, it's right next to where the the insulin and all the things I need are. I'm like, looks like I'm I'm walking, I'm going without. I'm going <laughs> without. All right. Well, on that note, I think that and... about wraps up our special show tonight that's number one guys show. why can't we yeah, just do this James all night yeah i know why can't we just do, do a, a three hour five episode? hour show no <laughs> we'll just have to do a different show we'll switch topics i have okay. to say we did fit in four records and and lively discussion on each in a very consolidated time frame but yeah, how long as long as like it's a only an episode. hour and 30 so far oh perfect so, oh, so yeah we so could. we're good but i will say i wanted to do more talking on each one so it, it did feel a little 
consolidated. But that's I, probably, I, could, I mean, good. I could always go longer. But, that's the yeah. that's the that's the trick of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like listening to myself talk. Yeah, yeah, all night. <laughs> well, we like we like having the conversations, you know. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, um, cool. Yeah, well, thank I would you. like to thank... Yeah, uh, thank you, James, again. James, thank again, thank you for again. participating oh, yeah, and for being too. a big fan and so far being the only guest on the show you have. And you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, anytime, like man. I love Return whenever you're... I know... Well, it works out. It's it worked difficult to get you over here. Yeah, well, it works out because... It works out because you guys are in the same house and Grady and I are in the same house. So we can do it. We can do this social distance remote thing easily versus like having a guest they would have to call in from another computer and yeah no, to figure that no, out it's and, a nightmare yeah, yeah no it, but it was just fine but yeah um worked out so yeah good night everybody this will be available on spotify follow us on instagram i'm not doing it on mixcloud anymore because no, spotify you got yeah spotify we're there. team now we're yeah. there so make sure you follow <laughs> us on there and instagram and put the playlist up uh the playlist will be up on those before this stream so if you want to get a head start and listen to the records you can yeah the playlist and, is up uh, now oh it is where's yeah. well where's it at it's on spotify no i know but we haven't have we like told it's people public. like hey go li-. okay well i don't know we always say just follow like yeah. tyler's the oh one tyler that does it, yeah. so just follow, follow me. tyler on spotify follow me if you oh, want to get the playlists because then you'll there just you you'll get them but um yeah. but yeah they're all they're always up before the episode, so if you want to get ahead of the game, you're always welcome to do that. We I, know I make them you public. Do. I make them public as soon as I put them up, so. Yep. Readily available. Alright. Well all right, cool. Until next time, everybody. Alright, good chat, boys. Adios. Hit it!